Hi, I'm Kara Kilmer. I play Sylvie Brennan on Chicago Fire, and you are listening to Minas Amolis. gonna be all sunshine and roses but i can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride hey everybody welcome to a special bonus episode of meet us at molly's today we are bringing you a special interview with the one and only annie alonza so we had a really good chat with Annie. You know, as you know, she's brand new to Chicago Fire. She plays Emily Foster. And, yeah, we had a great chat. Brianna, what do you think? Yeah, she was really great, really thoughtful with her answers. Um, she, One thing we didn't know, I mean, she's a really big Fire fan coming in, so she brought kind of a little fan aspect to the show, and that was really cool. She was also on the well-known, unaired never picked up Hatfield and McCoy's pilot with Jesse Soffer and Sophia Bush and Patrick Pfluger. And so that was really cool to learn. But yeah, she was a great interview. We had a lot of fun with Annie. Big thanks to her for coming on. And yes, here you go. Hey guys. Hi, Hi Annie. How are you? How's it going? I'm great. Yeah. How are you guys? Good. Good. Yeah. Thank you for awesome. doing this. I understand you've been really busy on set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good business, yeah. And then I had some crossover stuff to do and ADR, so. But it's been fun. It has been a lot of fun, so this is better than not. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, first off, congratulations on your promotion to series regular. That just happened, what, last week? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. That's it's awesome. a good family to be a part of. So, you know, it couldn't have worked out any better, really. That's great. That's great. So we wanted to invite you on the podcast just to kind of, we wanted to let our listeners kind of get to know you a little bit since you're the new kid on the block. So, you know, yeah. that, you know, we will just start from the beginning, you know, um, how did you get involved in acting originally? Well, definitely wasn't anything that I thought was going to, I never thought I was going to be an actor. I was such a jock. I still kind of am a huge tomboy and like gym rat. So I went to visit L.A. Um, one summer in college, uh, and I was one of those people that was like such a – I, like, rebelled against the idea of college for me. I just didn't think that it was my path, but, you know, I'm like, let me just go on ahead and finish. So my last year, I went to go visit L.A., and I happened to kind of, through MySpace, like, and, and meeting a friend on MySpace, he was working as um, – this, this shoot, this video shoot, music video, and it was Buster Rhymes and Robin Thicke, and I went on the music video shoot, and I just remember being so in awe of, like, but literally the lights, the camera, the action. I was, you know, like, the special effects, the smoke, the sound, everything, like, special effects, smoke, you know, and just the whole set. It was so cool, and after that, I was like, I want this. I want to be a part of this. I want in. How do I do this? And a few months later, sorry about that noise. Um, <laughs> in true ambulance, the Chicago fire, uh, <laughs> like, I can't get away from it. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I um, I just, I got bit by the bug, really. And I was like, this is it. So a couple months later, I moved to L.A., and the rest is kind of history. I'm, I was one of those people that thought, like, you can – 
if you want to make it in a year, you know, like I'll be, I'll be a, you know, aimless movie actor in a year. I mean, it's, it's very ambitious and super naive all at the same time. But I'm glad that I had that because if I knew, you know, I guess the, the, the opposite end of that spectrum, which is just really tough and you're going to get way more notes than you ever will get guesses. And, um, I guess I think if I knew if I was kind of braced for impact, I, I might not have gotten on that that path. So <laughs> kind of how it happened is very random, very, very random for sure. That's so funny. And so I'm assuming that would be the experience that you would credit with, like, helping you decide that, like, that's what you wanted to do for a living? Wait, say that one more time. I'm sorry. I was going to say, no, it's fine. I was just going to say, so I'd assume that music video experience is, like, what you would credit now looking back with helping you decide that that's what you wanted to do for a living, that acting is what you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was seeing that set and seeing the behind the scenes, like, how how you put it all together. And then when a camera is pointing at that set and, you know, the talent that's in front of it, the actors, the and and the props and, and the background and just everything. I mean, how it fills up that monitor when you actually look at the monitor and the difference between looking at a live set and then looking at it through a monitor and just how everything comes together. I was so enamored. I just, I was like, this is everything that I want to do. I want to be on set. I want to go into an imaginary world and play pretend and make believe and make like another world and tell stories. I knew it wasn't necessarily music, obviously. I'm, I mean, I have, I'm not musically inclined whatsoever, really, but I just knew Hollywood was what I wanted to, to figure out and, and walk like all the different paths. That's great. That's awesome. So then what was your audition process like for Fire for coming on board? Man, it was so quick. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was such on the fast track. I was coming off of, well, getting bad or, you know, really horrible information like that I showed that I was, that I did, didn't get picked up, you know, pilot, which is most of the times is honestly to be expected. So I was really down just on a my personal level and like, man, and, and this audition came through and they were like, you know, she's a recur, but possible series reg. And honestly, like, no fluff, I have been a fan of the show. I remember reading the pilot and going in for the pilot. Was like, this show is killer. This show is so awesome. So when it was recur option at first and possible series reg, I was like, but is it really going to be a series reg? Because I would actually really like to be on the show. Like, I don't want to just – it's kind of a tease. And my manager was like, this is coming in for a reason. So she was like, let's put it on tape. Um, and send it to them, and I put it on tape, let's say that was a Thursday. They probably got it on Friday or reviewed everything, and by Friday, I heard, like, Friday evening, I heard, okay, well, you're going to chemistry read with Kara, who plays Brett, and um, I'm like, what? Oh, my God, okay, on a Sunday? Like, chemistry read at NBC on a Sunday, or Universal. Okay, I guess I'm going to Universal Studios on Sunday, and I, and I, Figures something like that on a Sunday, it's got to be moving quickly because they want to get next business day. They want their information. So, but you never know. You never know. So I I went in and I chemistry read with her and it was. I remember feeling so good about it. I um, called my manager and I was like, 
man, I was so upset. I had to, normally, you know, you're in your head and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? But I was like, I just feel really good. She's so cool. And it was easy in there. And I remember Derek had some funny jokes. You know, we were talking about both of uh, Karen and I were both from Texas. She's from Crowley. And like, I know exactly Crowley. And I'm from Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area. And she knew exactly where I was from, Grapevine specifically. And, uh, you know, we were talking about y'all. And just, we just got it. And it was really interesting. And I remember being like, that's a cool girl. Um, and Derek was funny, and the room was great. It's so warm, and I thought, you know it, but it could be too good to be true. So just, but I felt good. And then I think Monday we found out, like you, you, you're Emily Foster, you got it. And I was like, I'm gonna be a series regular. I'm gonna make this girl stay. <laughs> She's gotta stay. Like I love the show. The show's so good. And then I told my mom, oh, so I find out Monday, and they're like, you're on a flight on Tuesday got fittings on Wednesday, and you're working, I think I worked Thursday or Friday, like, boom, 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 boom. It was like, what, what, okay, um, uh, pack my bag, let's get on the flight, okay, fitting, here's your uniform, here's your outfit, here's your script, and uh, we'll see you on Friday for the first day of shooting. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. When I told my parents, my mom was like, that is the show that I watch. Like, see, they're just creatures of habit, and they, my parents, my mom, my dad, and they watch just, like, the same shows and the same, like, five. And Chicago Fire is one of them. And so I told her that I was going to be Brett's partner. And she's like, oh, my God, Brett, I love her so much. And you have to tell her. And she's like, isn't she from Texas? And my mom knew everything about her. She's like, I love the braid. I love the long braid. So they were really, really pleased, too. That's so cool. Since you were familiar with the shows, like, going into it, like, what did you think when you first got the script? Like, what do you think of the idea of, like, a shared universe on this scale? Was that exciting to be a part of, intimidating? Like, what was that, like, your thoughts on that going into it? Extremely exciting. I love shows that do, that are able to do crossovers. Like, I know a lot of the, you know, or DC and Marvel universes do it for sure, you know, the most mm-hmm. common one. So the fact that Dick Wolf decided, you know, seasons ago to to allow for these universes to blend and and maneuver and navigate because it's what it's the way of the world and it really is the way of how like Chicago specifically how they're so community based and 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 there to pick up a partner to be supportive it just it just goes along with like what we also need in the world right now which is we're all family at the end of the day even if you're in this particular department and somebody needs you over here you've got to have your brother and your sister um and have their back and and and, and save them even if it's not saving their life but you know in 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 a figurative and a symbolic way you are you're saving people no matter what so I, I love the idea of it, and I was I was like I was geeked about it, like no intimidation whatsoever. And and I'm fans of these guys, so I was just like, let's work. And I did a pilot with um, Jesse Schofer and Sophia Bush, you know, not on the show anymore, but and Patty Patrick Luger. So I couldn't wait to get on TV. I was like, get, get me on TV, get me on TV. I got to be over there. I love those guys so much. So you did have some McCoys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a Hatfield, and uh, yeah, Jesse was a McCoy, and we we had this kind of we had a we were each other's love interests, you know, and obviously being from the two opposite families, it was kind of 
needed to be hush hush, and that was, you know, there's a lot of tension and controversy with it. But yeah, so that's how I met those guys. And we, you know, you, you shoot something, you shoot a pilot, especially, and everybody becomes family. And you know, you know, you're you're trusting and you're being vulnerable and you're opening up to these, these guys that become the family. So they've always been, they've always been my boys, and you know, and and I'm fans of their work too. Like I know their work ethic, and I've. I've seen their journey, which is really, really cool to watch. Yaya, too. I've known her for years, and so I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see her on bed. And it's just so cool to, like, share share a studio with them, but also share the same world. It's so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So, And one of the things that the universe is particularly big for, which you just mentioned, is the crossovers. But we understand that Fire shot their portion of the crossover first this year. So that was the very first thing they shot. So was your first day on set, was it that giant call that we're going to see next week? Yes. Yes. With all of downtown shut down and like an epic historical building that's on fire. I mean, it could not have been any more grand. I was like, yep, this is a movie. And I'm I'm looking around and Kara's like, you okay? And Red's the executive producer. Thank God for them, man. Kara is be one of the best partners you could ever have. I'm talking on and off set. She's such a great person, but she was with her little like, you good? And Eamon, too. Oh, Papa Bear, he's like the patriarch and looks out, but um, I was like, this is a movie. We are shooting a movie. You know, first day, just full on, and, and ten trucks caravanning through downtown. I mean, block after block, turning, turn. I'm like, this is I was so excited Kara was laughing and scared there. I'm like, this is what, this is what y'all do. Like, you actually drive these huge rigs and, and you shut it down and you've got the horns going. I mean, it is real life. It is, it is insane how big that episode was shooting and it's, I cannot wait. I mean, it, it's insane. It, it was so epic. It was really, really epic. I was curious, like, I don't know how much of it you can tease, but what do you know about Emily's backstory, and particularly, like, what it comes to her job as a paramedic? Well, I can say that she is writing. I, I think she's, you know, trying to right her, her wrongs. She had a bit of a troubled past um, and is now trying to right those wrongs. In, in the current position that she's in, which is a paramedic at at um at the station at and specifically really get these guys on board, especially obviously coming in late and it's like, oh my god, I did not want to start out with this. But she's super eager, not just for herself, but to also plant and and find her roots and find a family, especially after she um she kinda went down down the wrong path. Um, and, and there are a few other mysteries that she's got up under her sleeve, not, you know, anything, not anything horrible, but, you know, she's got a few other secrets to do that eventually when her and Brett, uh, open up and, and the closer that they get, I guess, Brett opens up too, but Emily opens up to her and, and, and divulges who she really is. If, if that even makes any sense, hopefully that didn't sound too, like, Coded. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, do you see them yeah. going? In, do you see them headed towards a really good friendship? Then, do you see them getting along? 
Yeah, I do. I really do. I just think you can't, man, when people are, are loyal and they're true to themselves, you can't deny that. And the thing is, you're matched up with people for a reason. And I don't care how opposite, you know, you think you are. And this is also life, too, which is really, like, this is kind of parallel to this morning. This experience is parallel it's been parallel to my actual real life because it's also teaching me, Annie, um, through Emily and and Brett, Brett, Sylvie Brett and Emily Fossey's uh, relationship experiences, you know, as opposite as you may feel you are and as reluctant as you are to get to know this person, you're, you're holding up a mirror to yourself. And she's broken, Brett, you know, she's had she's had some setbacks and she's had some disappointments with partners and also with relationships and she doesn't want to get hurt again. She has trust issues and Emily is the same way, you know, but just with different stories. Um, and she, and at the end of the day, I think two broken people, what you really want is just to go whole. And we do that for each other eventually. Um, and you can't deny it, you know, it's like magnet. They're, they're going to stick. So um, that, it just takes a while for, for us to put the pieces together and really build a strong foundation. But eventually it, it does happen. And it's funny to see how they navigate through the awkwardness. And it's just like, I, I, why is I, okay, I'm trying to learn your, your feelings and your behavior. And it's just you, your being, your person. I'm trying to learn your person and and how they do, how they how they learn it, navigate through it, and, you know, and then experience the true sisterhood, which, I think it's really, really important to Emily is sisterhood and also brotherhood and, you know, familyship coming together. Yeah, for sure. And so moving on to something a little bit more fun, we saw that you learned how to drive the rig last week. What was that like? <laughs> oh, my God, it was so fun. It was so fun. I was nervous. That thing is big. Like, I, one, I don't even know how Mary does it. Hmm? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, Yuri Yuri um drives the freaking fire truck. Like that thing is four times bigger than the rig. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's baffling how these guys do and, and I mean they're just flipping around corners and and it's and they're so precise too. But uh, you know, Kara Kara is so good with the rig, I'm like, There's no way I'm gonna be this good. She's like, You'll get it. You'll get it and the moment I got behind it I'm like, Yo, let's do donuts. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe not donuts, but you can turn. You can you can do three left turns to make a right. You know, we'll start there. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. But uh, <laughs> like my adrenaline started kicking in, and I was ready to to uh, what's that guy's name? Gordon. Oh, Jeff Gordon. NASCAR. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Gordon. I was I was turning. I felt like I was him, and I was ready to just NASCAR in that in that rig. But um, it was a lot of fun. They're really good there, too, with being super informative and patient and supportive when you're learning any new skill, because they all got it down, so. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. And we've seen we've seen on Instagram, it looks like you guys are just having a grand old time this season, which is great. So what is the atmosphere like on set? Like, who, have you taken the spot of Biggest Prankster, or who's, like, the biggest goofball on set? <laughs> Oh, man, everyone has a level of goofball that is insanely high. Like, I don't even know who the biggest one is because it's it's interesting. Obviously, everyone collectively is so funny. It's 
they all love each other. I'm like, this is too good to be true, and it's not. And it's funny because people notice that. Like, everybody notices. You guys really look like you all hang out, like, outside of, or they really look like they hang out. And they do. We do. You know? You think after a 12-hour day, it's like, oh, bye. I, 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 I love you, but I'm not going to miss your face. And it's like, I miss your face. Where have you been? Um, but Miranda is really funny with Taylor. And then, and, and David and Yuri and Joe are hilarious together. And then Jesse and Kara, really, they have a, a dialogue that is, that's unlike anybody else, I feel like. They're, they're just so cute and funny. And she's really good with doing accents, too. And obviously, he's Australian. So she does his accent really well. But they're all, so they've got their own interesting little funny relationship. But everybody is they're, they're just so multi-talented and hilarious. Like, they can all be legit comedians anywhere. That's so funny. Um, we always like to know um, what our favorite actors are watching and if they see shows, like television shows, the same way that fans do. So what are some of the shows that you're a big fan of when you get time to watch television, that is? Uh, well, besides Chicago Fire, which is really real, um, and PD. Oh, my God. I'm such a fan of PD. I love Lorena. I love... Jesse, I love, I love um, Patty, but um, um, I'm Ozark is really good, and I love Jason Bateman, so I like that show. And I just recently got into Maniac on Netflix, also, which is in the stone and Jonah Hill, and it's kooky and interesting. But I'm kind of, um, I really like more. Um, I guess the documentary, like serial documentary shows, uh, like a date, a Dateline. I yeah. watch a Dateline or a Dateline marathon any day, any weekend. Dateline is my thing. And the Cosmos, but that's like uh, narrated and hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, any astrology and the cos- cosmology and, and all that is a uh, is. It tickles me. It, 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 I'm, like, on the edge of my seat when I'm watching anything about our galaxy and the galaxy beyond our galaxy and how the world is expansive. I'm just intrigued like no other, just like a kid in a candy store. So Mania is good because I saw that on Netflix the other day, and I was like, I wonder about this, but it is good. Yeah, yeah, but my, but my friend watches it, and he's like, I don't get it, so... It's kind of, it's quirky, and everything, I think everything is a thing. It's one of those, like, you have to really pay attention. There's, like, mindless TV, too, but this is one of those, like, you got to pay attention because there could be some little thing that they just point to, and then you're like, oh, my God, that revealed all this stuff. Mm. So there's no texting during that kind of kind of a show. Yeah, okay, well, that's interesting. I'll jot that down. That's interesting. That's good to know, so. Well, um, yeah. one of our last questions. So you recently starred in the action movie Peppermint, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we also saw there's a one Chicago alum there who also starred in that movie, Jeff Hefner. So did you did you know about your role on Fire yet when that happened? Did you have the chance to talk to him about that at all? No, I did not know. I Fire was not even a question. It wasn't any, yeah, the there was no correlation whatsoever. So when I did, when Peppermint came out, the people on set, the guys, like, I'm casting crew, were like, oh, Jeff and that. But we did not work together at all. We were, like, completely different 
scenes and objectives is just like a whole other world. You know, she's FBI, he's the father, so they never, ever crossed over. So I, and even off, off screen, you know, behind the scenes or anything, I never saw him. So it was, it's interesting, though, the six degrees of separation when you can kind of point to things and say, oh, my God, well, there was that connection months, months before this even happened. It's, it's funny to see the patterns when you, even in hindsight, and you can see them and notice them and know that, you know, this, that was part of the past. This was coming. You just don't know, but it's there formulating. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So I guess we can wrap this up with, let's see, how, can you tease the crossover in maybe like five words or something for next week? Epic, jaw-dropping, jarring, uh, hot, and exciting. Nice. Well done. Yeah. That was really good. That was good. Yeah. Well, yeah Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. It's nice Thank to get you. to know you a little bit. And welcome to the family. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. So. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Bye.